Hello, everyone. Um, Hello. You, yeah, you might be wondering, what the hell? This isn't... <laughs> this is uh, a week early. <laughs> well, Maria and I have decided to start an additional segment of Coffee and Cauldrons, which we're pretty excited about. <laughs> yeah. This segment is going to happen at least once a month. Um in in the in-between so we're gonna try to do it every week but we're not making any well every other week but we're not making any promises this is just a fun little extra segment that we're gonna do um assuming that we can and we both have the time on the in-between weeks so Mm -hmm. it's going to be um not as uh structured as our regular segment (laughs) (laughs) not at all (laughs) some months we might hit every other week other months it might be once so just be buckled in and (laughs) come with us on this journey (laughs) it's gonna be fun and we're going to actually involve you guys yes so so Keep our it. plan, yeah. our plan here is these are going to be user, well, listener, not user. This isn't a social media <laughs> app. What's <laughs> all? Uh, it's clearly Tell us your thoughts. This is a survey. Yeah, we're clearly just as messy as usual. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this is going to be a listener submitted. Uh, coffee talk that's what we're calling this this is coffee talks um so as you guys know last time we asked you to send us your ghost stories which is the first example of many episodes here so we are gonna prompt you guys with questions and you can send us your stories and we're gonna read them and talk about them and hopefully it's gonna be really fun um i think so i think it's gonna be a good time (laughs) so far the the response for this first episode has been incredible like thank you guys so much for sending us stories they're all really good Uh, so we're excited (laughs) and who doesn't like a good ghost story yeah now we definitely are not going to get to all the ones we were sent today hopefully we can get to as many as we can um this episode and the next episode before moving on to a new topic but you guys Mm -hmm. sent us so many stories like a lot we were sent a lot yes it doesn't even count the things on discord either literally so so thank you all so much for the response and we hope that you guys can enjoy this extra segment that we do and enjoy sending us fun stories so we can all laugh and have a good time with them (laughs) i think get to know you a little bit better yeah yeah What scares the shit out of you? Please let us know. Let us, uh, taking requests now. <laughs> so this first but episode, yes. we asked you guys to send us ghost stories. So like I said, we're going to read a few of them. So why don't you start, Maria? What is the first ghost story you want to read? Okay. So this is from Gray on Discord. And so I'm going to leave names out because this was just a regular post and I asked them if I could use um, um, use it because it's really good. Okay, 
So two nights ago, my partner woke up to a big crack of thunder and got up to go to the bathroom. On their way back, when they were in the hallway, they suddenly felt a big, tall, black figure behind them. They said that they didn't see it, but could somehow feel that it was smiling with really sharp white teeth. They ran to the bedroom and laid down to go to sleep. But a bit later, they thought they heard our bedroom door open. Sometimes my father-in-law sleepwalks, so they thought it was him and i said no really loudly but then they felt that that same black figure was hovering over them next to their face then it disappeared our door never opened i cleansed very well yesterday before they told me about it well my best friend who lives about 25 minutes away from us just messaged me and said that two nights ago around the same time that my partner had their incident he was having a dream that a big black figure with sharp white teeth was hovering over him and choking him and he said Mm. that the dream (laughs) he said in the dream his mom came and woke him up and told him nothing was there and then when he woke up for real but independently each um each described the exact same figure and it happened to be on the same night he didn't know about my partner's incident until after he told me about this dream i'm genuinely thrown i hate it (laughs) so gross (laughs) so gross i hate that so much (laughs) Um, if that happened to me, I would simply turn to ash. That's what would happen. I would dissolve. <laughs> like, I guess we're moving. I would, I'd be like, you know what? Actually, I thought about it, and no. <laughs> Living in the car sounds like a great option. <laughs> so, uh, just just so everybody's on the same page here, we all wanted to move out of state, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like commented and was like, so everyone gets a salt bath, right? Everyone. Literally. Everyone gets though. in the bath. <laughs> yeah, salt bath my fucking brain after that, especially with it being in a dream. Like, how do you even yeah. cleanse that out? I'm going to salt well, bath my the- brain. One was a dream and one was like a waking, you know. Right. No, I know, but I'm saying like situation. for this the dream crazy. aspect of it, like, yeah. ugh. What I mean, you, I'm, you you can like I mean yeah, you could do like yeah you could do like a meditative cleanse etc. Um, uh, and then on the Patreon we actually have a um, uh, a good night's sleep spell. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, think I forgot drink spell. about that. Drink yeah, spell. we do we do yes. have that. And I do recommend that one because that one's um, pretty good. Yes, but I oh use my it word, <laughs> that's literally so scary. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're never getting sleep again. <laughs> and so that was the day that I decided to simply pass away. Uh, <laughs> Actually, me and my wife, like last night, we had like similar dreams. We both dreamt of um, of tornadoes what? in our dreams. So yeah, both of us. So yes, love that for us. Love the symbolism there. So if I'm not I here next episode, I once again say live, laugh, love. Okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh my word! Oh, All right, no. the next one I have here is mm-hmm. from Dan on Twitter. This one's kind of long, but I really like it. So I like that he. 
starts with the year. Okay, this is like this is how I tell stories. I think that's why I was so drawn to it. It was Halloween Mm. night in 2013, and I was alone in my apartment with my cat eating all the leftover candy and watching scary things on the Internet. Love that, Dan. You really set yourself up for failure. (laughs) I remember stumbling onto the Eliza Lamb footage in particular and just being too freaked out to exist. Anyway, eventually I went to bed and convinced myself that it was okay to go to sleep. Right as I'm drifting off, a bolt of lightning strikes the house across the street from me and causes the transformer right outside my bedroom window to start crackling and firing off electricity into the air. It was the loudest thing I've ever heard, and the blue electric light filled my bedroom so brightly that it was like I was standing in the middle of the sun. Um, If anybody's ever been around lightning before like that, it is actually like that, and it's so fucking scary. Mm Mm-hmm. The sudden silence, all the power in my apartment goes off. I'm freaking the hell out and wondering what just happened. My cat is spooked, standing at the door of my bedroom and stares down the pitch black hallway. I hear footsteps in my apartment. I'm completely rigid with fear, like I can't make myself move a muscle. Then, as quickly as it shut off, my power comes back, and all the lights turn on in the apartment. Still freaked out, I get out of bed and creep through the apartment looking for the source of the footsteps, but nobody's there, of course. I go outside to catch my breath, and my neighbor is just standing on the porch already. We both look at each other like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Nobody else in the house, including the one that was struck by lightning, comes outside to check on what happened. It's like me and my neighbor were the only witnesses. Eventually, emergency crews show up and set up shop around the house that got hit, and I go to, uh, and I got no sleep that night because of the red and blue police lights that were flashing through my window until seven in the morning. <sighs> it's like it's it's literally like a lightning strike happened, and like a spirit was just like, and now I creep. <laughs> I am powered up and ready to go. <laughs> Literally, though, it's so scary. I've, and that's like the worst sleep paralysis demon. Like you've had this traumatic experience where the lightning strikes your whole house is like you're in the sun, and like it is actually like that. We had um, mm-hmm. lightning hit our front yard. Like uh, you know, we live on property, so it was probably a quarter of an acre away from our house. Um, we had mm-hmm. lightning hit right in our front yard like two months ago. Do you remember that? And no, it was I don't remember that. That's terrifying. Crazy. It was terrifying. It was so scary, and like the uh, all the power, like because the transformers went, all of the yeah. power in our house, like uh, the the telephones and stuff, all blew up. It was crazy. What? Yeah. Like, I mean, it didn't blow up like, boom. It blew up like they fried. That's crazy. No, no thanks. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> and I know, like, that sound of, like, that mm-hmm. um, they were describing, like, hitting, like, something electrical because we were in, my wife and I were in Charleston, and it's the loudest noise ever, and it sounds unreal. It sounds like a freaking alien attack. That's what it sounds like. Literally, though. And, like, uh, I, I think that that is, like, so terrifying, though. Like, you have this, like, trauma for lack of a better term, with the lights and, like, the scariness and all that. And then all of a sudden you hear footsteps in your house. Get fucked. I'd be moving out. (laughs) Everything's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, No. No, thanks. (laughs) 
So, ready for the next one? I sure am, madame. Okay. I'm going to do another Discord one so we can mix it up a little bit. (laughs) So, this is from D on Discord. So, when I was about eight, my mom moved three hours away to a town called Bethlehem. Baby, I hope I said that correctly. Bethlehem, PA. She moved into the middle of the house, uh, um, into the middle house of a row home. Our neighbors were super friendly, but could never step foot on our property. They would call instead of knocking on the door. It was always so strange. And as a kid, I didn't know why. My room had a staircase in it that took you to a finished attic space. We had a spare bed up there and some furniture. I would always play up there during the day, but... Once nighttime hit, I refused to go anywhere near there. I would never sleep in my room either. I would choose to sleep on my mom's floor rather than on my comfortable bed. My mm-hmm. mom always thought it was weird and would often ask me why I would never tell and I would never tell her. One night, my mom tried to lay down the law and forced me to stay in my room. She got me a nightlight, a TV, a new book to try to keep me in there and a comfort and get all comfortable and excited. I tried really hard to stay in there. But as night got later, I absolutely couldn't anymore. I finally ran into my mom's room telling her the man won't stop stomping up and down the stairs. He won't <laughs> let me sleep. My mom was set on um was set that it was my imagination running wild. So she came to lay down with me to see if I'd fall asleep. We were laying there and not even 10 minutes later, all of a sudden the door to the attic opened. Mm. My mom went over to close it and laid back down. A few moments later, we both could hear stomping up the wooden attic stairs. She ran to look to see if anyone was in there, but there wasn't. So we walked into her room and slept there. The next morning, her husband asked what all had happened the previous night. And when she was done, he told her that 10 years prior, a man was living there who hung himself in the attic. He didn't tell her because he felt that my mom was super superstitious. My mom told him they needed to move because she wasn't going to keep torturing me with a ghost. We moved a month later. We also later found out that someone was killed in our basement too. That was just one of my experiences with the other side. And I've had many others since. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I would feel so bad. Could you imagine me like, oh, it's just your imagination, honey. And then you listen, parents do shit like that, though. They're, I think it's an intentional dismissiveness on it because they Mm -hmm. don't want to admit themselves that, like, there's a scary thing that's happening. Because you know you can feel it, too. Yeah. Like, you know what I told you guys? I know it was on one of our episodes. I think it was a year ago. I talked about the man in the hallway that in my childhood home. I Mm -hmm. told my parents about that because it went on my entire childhood. The dude walking down the hallway back and forth. And I talked to my parents about this. And they were like, they didn't say I was crazy. But they were like, it's just your imagination. There's nothing there. Come to find out as an adult, okay, 
my dad knew exactly what I was fucking talking about. He saw it too. Like we <gasps> talked about it before. Rude. Right? How He's rude. seen it too. And he was like, I thought I was dreaming. And then you, a, like I was like seven, were like, Daddy, there's the man in the hallway. And he was like, and I was so scared out of my fucking mind <laughs> that I had to like get you to just drop it so that way I could sleep at night. <laughs> That's horrible. We suffer together in this house. Yeah. Isn't that just absolutely insane? That is so crazy. I'm like the complete opposite of like every, like if my witchling, if they're like super scared, I'm like, just come to my room. I don't care. But they, they never come into my room, but they say that they see ghosts all the time. So it's like, okay. (laughs) Welcome to the family. (laughs) truly but Um, they're more than welcome to just come in here if they're really scared i wouldn't like leave them out there and be like you deal with your fear it's fine figure it out (laughs) but i mean like our parents generation they're boomers so like boomers in general are very much so cry it out figure it out on your own generation Um, (laughs) so you know what's really terrifying robin life that's what's terrifying you can yeah, deal with my a dad ghost. used to say to me when i would fuck up when i would live when i was like a kid like i fucked up he'd be like you're gonna live under a bridge if you don't figure this shit out and i was so afraid of living under a bridge <laughs> <laughs> like oh my god i was genuinely so afraid of that as a kid <laughs> you should have found like one of the in those cities that have like houses underneath a bridge and found one and lived underneath one and been like now jokes on him i live in a bus so that's (laughs) i haha fucker (laughs) oh my word all right so our next story is from erica on instagram i believe their user their name is erica i base this solely off their username it is written as though it's pronounced erica like phonetically Mm -hmm. so if i got that wrong i'm really sorry um no she's not just (laughs) fuck you I pronounce your name and say is what your name is what your name is now. Yes. Yes, yes. As a supreme, she deems it so. Yeah, as the supreme, (laughs) I deem it so. You're welcome. If you have another name, you better forget it because it's Erica now. (laughs) Oh my word. Okay, so this is a story about an old woman's spirit in my last home. She showed herself to me two times in the span of maybe a couple of years. First encounter with her was when I was, oh, maybe six or seven, and I was going up our stairs. And as I turned on the light bulb at the top of the steps, the wait, what? Let me read this again. I've <laughs> reading is hard. As I turned on the light, the light bulb at the top of the steps blew out. In the split second of the light bulb blowing out, I saw a flash image of this wet, dark, and eerie-looking no. woman with long, dark hair at the top no. of the steps looking down at me. And the, creepy, <laughs> the creepiest part, because that wasn't the creepiest part, apparently, is that, is that it looked like she was screaming or yelling at me. No. I know that feeling. And no that, thanks. Once again, that is the part where I would simply pass away. 
Flash forward a couple of years. I'm in my own room sleeping and I wake up with the covers over me up to the bottom of my eyes. I'm laying there just staring at the ceiling, wondering why I just woke up out of the dead asleep. Then I see her again, just the top of her hair as she's slowly Mm. moving up past the covers, trying to look at me. Before I could Mm -mm. see her face, I freaked and pulled the covers over my head. As I lay under the covers, wondering what the fuck I just saw, I started picking up something, uh, thinking someone, an actual human, was in my room. No surprise, there was nothing there. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to get up and run to my mom and dad's room. Who the fuck knows what was in my room with me? So I did what any kid would do. I started screaming bloody murder to get my parents to wake up. They came in and reassured me I'm okay and that night i slept with them after that i never saw her again and i'm honestly thankful <laughs> oh, that's hot that so i just have one like question movie. <laughs> i know i was gonna say i have one question erica did you live in hill house i'm just <laughs> wondering because it sounds like that a was hill what house i thought of too right away with the bent neck lady above as soon as i read the part no. where she like could see her hair when she had the covers <laughs> pulled up way high i'm like no. that's bent neck lady <laughs> No. Um, absolutely not. I also love that. The I part was just like, I did what any kid would naturally do. I screamed my fucking head off until my parents came and rescued me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, like, God. I don't know. Just spirits, like, yes, they're already kind of creepy on their own, but if they're like screaming at you, it just like levels up the amount of like, what the fuck factor, you know? Me with my screaming gingers. No thanks. Yeah, no fuck that. Um, when I tell you that, <laughs> the like when Erica says, and that's not the creepiest part. Like, <laughs> Madame, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> uh, real quick, um, if you could just delete this entire thing from my existence, <laughs> nevertheless your own. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <sighs> funny and scary. I'm gonna sleep well tonight. I'm gonna sleep so well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Should we do another one? Yeah, I think we got time for probably two more. Okay. Okay. So this one is from Becca on Instagram. That was gonna be the one I was gonna read. Woo! Okay. Hey, actually, I was gonna read Erica's. <laughs> you're good go 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 (laughs) when i was a kid i hated sleeping in my own room i always had those closet i always had those closet doors that were extra full-length mirrors and they terrified me same i did not like sleeping in the same room as a mirror it felt like i was being watched i was unaware of my spiritual gifts of course so i didn't know why these feelings kept following me When my family moved into our third house, I said that I would finally sleep in my own room. So long as the mirror doors were replaced with wooden ones, they got replaced and I tried to sleep. It didn't take long for that eerie feeling to wash, um, eerie feeling of being watched to come back. This time, though, it was much stronger than ever before and it felt wrong. 
Usually the feeling was subtle and only slightly unnerving. There was never a threatening aura from the mirrors. Now without the mirrors, it felt wrong. I tried not to think much about it, but then weird things started happening. My pets didn't want to go into my room. The lights would flicker occasionally, and the vent leading to my room never worked. We had it examined multiple times, and they always said it was perfectly fine, and they basically had no idea why it didn't work. One night while I was peace- peacefully sleeping, I tried to. Su- I used to suffer from nightmares and night terrors. I woke up to the sound of something hitting the top shelf of my room. In my room, I was start. I was startled. I was startled, <laughs> but I didn't think much about it. One of my toys or something must have fallen over. I rolled over and tried to go back to sleep. A few minutes later, I heard something hit just above my head. I was scared. Now I had no idea what happened that time. There was nothing above my bed or immediately next to me um, that had fallen. I grabbed what it... Wait. There was nothing above my bed or immediately next to me to fall. I grabbed what it was since it plopped down onto my bed. It was an expo marker from the whiteboard across the room. As I sat up and looked around, I watched the whiteboard marker get thrown right past me in a childish act. I threw the blankets over myself. I wanted to run to my mom's room, but I was too scared. So I waited a bit. I heard it happen one more time after a few minutes and screamed, then jumped out of bed, rolling my ankle pretty bad in the process. I had a bunk bed and I was on top and I ran into my mom's room. The next day we investigated because she didn't believe me. She never questioned me when we when she found one of the markers on the high shelf that neither of us could reach without help. <clears throat> Through the years that we lived in the house, nothing happened outside of that room. Inside of the room, other than the markers being thrown, it would occasionally smell like menstrual blood. I never kept mm-hmm. my products or laundry <laughs> in my room, and I never went <laughs> in there anyway because I was traumatized. My mom, a devout Christian, even started to dabble in witchy ways to cleanse the room. She just used incense, but did it in a way that seemed really fun to me as a kid. Ever since we cleansed the room and put a cross on the door, the activity stopped. I'm not exactly sure what it was, but it scared me and my mom. Sorry for such a long story. There's much more that happened, but I did my best to condense it. Hope you had fun reading. I'm a new audience member, and I'm super glad your podcast found me, a baby witch. Oh. I just put my hands on my microphone for literally no reason. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yes. I literally just palmed the mic. Oh my god! Sorry, sorry, Frank. <laughs> uh, oh, jeez. So uh, uh, that was uh, very long, but also I kind of want to hear the rest. Do you know what I mean? You know, she said that mm-hmm. there there's more. I'm like, mm, maybe, perhaps some more. <laughs> perhaps just some more (laughs) at least that mom did something like yes good mom good mom (laughs) yeah it's better than all the other stories where they're like and then my parents told me just to pray it away and to (laughs) close my eyes and pretend it never happened (laughs) you can deal with the spirit or go live under the bridge (laughs) also i have a lot of questions about the smell of menstrual blood like for those listeners who are not a menstruating person um menstrual Mm -hmm. blood does have a very specific smell to it Um, very distinct it's very distinct, so that's interesting to me. 
That's oh, that's so creepy. It's so <laughs> creepy. But like, why would a spirit like wish to smell of menstruation? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I am so curious about that. Like, it's the new take on Bloody Mary, man. Like, that's so weird. Oh, oh I just, I'm just imagining it. Just, it smells like a trash can of like festering oh, pads. Stop! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, this my trash can of tampons. They are used. <laughs> Um, oh. that's literally so disgusting i really am trying to think about it why would a spirit want like right put out that smell like right oh, oh no that's intense it's mm. a, that's no. a lot that's a lot like <laughs> um literally disgusting um yeah completely agree yeah I just, like I said, I have a lot of questions there, but here we are. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do one more story, and then we will call it a day, madame. This okay. one is from Andrew on Twitter. This is the story of Don't Look at Her. I love, by the way, there's been like two or three of them now that have been named. They've like named the story, and I love that. I love that energy for you guys. Do you think That's... that they're fictional, or do you think they're tr- no, like they're real? No, they're all spoken. They're all spoken as if they're real, and I choose to believe okay, that these okay. are real stories. I just okay. love. I just love that they are like naming them. I think that's awesome. That um, is awesome. I like that. I like that. I think it's fun. All right. So this is the story of Don't Look at Her. I was around 14 and was a freshman in high school. I wasn't exceedingly popular and didn't have many friends and hadn't found my place in the world yet. I think that's a common narrative for most freshmen. High school was a form of hell on earth for me as I was five foot seven, a skinny kid whose voice had yet to drop. The one place that I was at home was in the woods near the house where I grew up. I hate this already. <laughs> Andrew, I'm very upset already. <laughs> Robin lives in the woods. <laughs> it's so true. Okay. As with the most foresty areas, there were plenty of tales of haunted places and morbid murders there. One one such place was the witch's house. To be fair, I never thought much of it. I mean, it was just a charred remain of a, st- of a stone chimney. There was no actual houses to speak of. Still, mm-hmm. I avoided the space as best as I could when I went hiking through the area. It so happened that one day, while on my usual path, I heard strange animal sounds and shuffling in the trees all around me. This wasn't anything new, but I picked up my pace a little and started talking out loud in hopes that whatever was there would hear me and head in a different direction. I wasn't paying attention to where I was because I was preoccupied trying to make up things to talk about out loud. And that's when I realized I was standing right in front of the charred chimney of the witch's house. God damn it. I was breathless and shocked that I had let the place or the path get away from me. I had always been so careful. I immediately apologized out loud and left backing away from the area. The wind picked up a little then and I could swear that I felt a chill in the air that hadn't been there before. I left the woods and headed back home. After finishing all my homework, I slumped into bed and knocked out. That was when I saw her for the first time. I was walking through the woods again, but ahead of me was a small house that I'd never come across before. 
The door was wide open and I looked as it looked as though there was a light coming from a fire within. I called mm. out and was greeted by a low gravelly voice. Come in and help me with the fire. It said unnerved. I walked into the house. There, in the middle of the floor, in front of the fireplace, was what looked like a woman in a dirty white prairie sock. Jesus Christ. Can I help you, I asked. Yes, you can. Come. The world outside is cold, and here it is warm, she said, as she rubbed her hands together. Do you have flint or wood that you can... (laughs) So I can start your fire for you, I asked, in an edging slowly forward. We need not wood nor stone to keep warm, she said, raising from her crouching position. We need just one thing. She lowered her arms by her side, and I said long black nails. uh, I saw long black nails extending from her fingers. What do you need? I asked, feeling myself back away slowly. I need your eyes, she said, and turned to me. Her face looked as though someone had taken a pencil and scribbled through it with two voids where uh, with only two voids where the eyes should be. She then raised her hand and came towards me, flexing her fingers and moving those black nails closer and closer to me. I turned to run, but uh, she had a hand on me and turned me around and pinned me to the wall. I need your eyes. Give them to me. She shrieked as she began to scratch at my face, especially where my eyes were. I threw her aside and ran away. I heard her scream. I shall meet you at the gates. I will await you there. We will burn together before I woke up. My bed was soaked uh, through i like to think that he pissed himself um and i got up <laughs> from bed to go to the bathroom i opened the faucet and splashed cold water in my face still and i felt i felt a stinging then i looked at my hands and noticed the color red i looked in the mirror and saw that oh, face had been scratched oh, no. deep right where the woman in the nightmare had attacked me i didn't sleep for the rest of the night and in the morning i cleansed my face as best as i could and applied some of my mom's makeup to hide my face uh to try to hide what i couldn't explain since that night i have not dreamt of her again and i make sure to never go within 500 feet of the area in the woods her words still haunt me and i hope beyond hope that one day i leave this world she is not there waiting for me listen listen andrew if you if this one's real (laughs) i simply cannot deal with that um (laughs) that is fucking terrifying Mm. (laughs) i just uh, you know like like i do like yell at spirits to like go but like you know how he said like talking oh sorry i'm how they said that they were talking out loud and stuff like that um yeah I'm always scared that something will answer back. Like, listen, we don't. If I've learned anything in my <laughs> 32 years of life, is that you never answer something that like speaks to you in the woods. Never, and you never talk to it. Like, for example, I know what they're talking about. When you're walking through the woods, you might hear a bear or something. You're supposed to clap your yeah. hands and be like, "Hey, bear! Hey, bear! Like, go away! I'm here!" But that is not talking to it that's simply exclaiming that you are there (laughs) there's somebody there but oh no no you do not talk to things no that you cannot see especially in the woods i think that like Mm -mm. that tell like that goes throughout history that you do not ever 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 talk to things in the woods skinwalkers okay we are (laughs) (laughs) even in like greece 
they like tells from Greece that they said that um, never to like talk in the woods and stuff like that because something will grab you. So yeah, well, not that. talk. You know, like speak yeah, to the woods. Like you the answer woods. the wind. Mm-hmm. You yeah. <laughs> no, no thanks. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that one's gonna be a no from me. Um. <laughs> so first of all. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> we, we hope are you going... sleep well tonight. I hope you sleep yeah. well. Yeah. Hope that you listen to this in the morning. Um, <laughs> we've got some more to go through, but we'll do that uh, next time. So, yes. yeah. I We hope you guys like it. And we are going to keep doing prompts for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be on as the prompts change. It'll be on Instagram and Twitter. So just keep your eyeballs peeled. Yeah. Uh, and then definitely also tune in. Us. Yeah. And definitely tune into our next pod because we're going to have a special guest. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that deals with all of what we've been talking about. So Yeah, we clearly have fun. a theme this month. <laughs> <laughs> no one better complain because it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, actually. It's fun, actually. It's actually a very fun theme, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll see you guys next time. Bye.